Today's show is brought to you by the Popcorn Shop, where gourmet taste pops. Pops, 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 With three locations to serve you, Emerald Isle, Goldsboro, and Mebane, North Carolina. If you're not local, no problem. Pop on over to the, the Popcorn Shop. The popcorn-shoppe.com for global shipping. The Popcorn Shop where gourmet taste pops. And I'm not going to mention how Tico ate my popcorn again. Yeah, let's not tell that again. Okay, thanks. Maybe next time I won't mention it at all. I didn't eat any popcorn. You ate my popcorn. Unapologetic and insightful conversation. From the tip of our tongues, it's straight to tape. My name is C. Perry Elise II, one-third of podcasting's treacherous three. First, the comedian, the nefarious one himself, Tico DeGallo. What's up, my man? Well, you know, people talk it. I live it. Every day. That's every day. Every day. Every day. And... I hit that key. Yeah, yeah, you did hit that this time. See, I was trying not to say nothing. No, but you're, you're, you're shaking the head. I mean, yeah, you people can see head, that you're yeah. shaking your no, head. No, they can't because we're can. not live. No, the way that you waved your head, I heard the whoop. Every day, all day. And the first lady of S2T, the quintessential hip-hop mom, Keisha with a Y. What's good? Hola. 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 That's all. Hola. Hold okay, on. Okay. I don't. I don't really have a standard um, greeting. I just go based off of how I feel that day. That's what women do. And, and I feel with my fingers. And, and, and as always, <laughs> and as always, our social media assassin Rob Barron. What's up, Rob? Man, I'm in the building. Social media assassin, assassinating folks on social media. That's what I do, man. <laughs> it's what I do, man. It's what I specialize uh, in. Des- describe this job for us, please, okay? The assassinating people on social media. You know, get g- get the folks the description. I just uh, put, you know, my opinion on social media just like every fucking body does. And when people come for me, I assassinate their ass. <laughs> I give them that work. And I'm pretty damn good at it. Yeah, you are kind of good at it. Yeah, yeah you are very <laughs> Twitter fingers. But among other things, yeah, I mean, that's that's basically it, yeah. Subscribe to our podcast so you can be first in line to the latest shows and updates. Catch Straight to Tape on Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, Radio Public, and, and... Did I say and? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. And we are Apple Podcast certified. Yeah, man, iPhones in the air, baby. What's up? What's good, man? <laughs> glow Throw your that iPhones glow. up. We got baby. that glow. We got that glow. You know what I mean? Uh, like, follow, and share, please, and subscribe to us on Twitter, IG, and Facebook. Straight to tape. 
That's right. That's right. And, uh, you know, hey, we're not alone. You know, I'm starting to like this, you know, that we always having guests now. You know, no what I mean? you know what I mean? I love it. I love it. Well, uh, with us today, the host of the Intelligent Ratchet podcast. Mm-hmm. Intelligently, intelligent, intelligently. Intelligently. Put some respect on our name. Hey, listen, yeah, my listen, bad, my listen, bad. The Intelligently Ratchet podcast, yeah. all right? Yeah. Uh, also... Uh, just like our man Tico de Gallo, mm-hmm. uh, cast member of Wild and Out NC. Yeah. yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us today, the Bishop, Bishop Omega. Hey, man, what's going Yo, on, y'all? How's it going? Yeah, Bishop. I'm really not that important. You know what I'm saying? The, 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 the person that's really important is not here. That's my man, Kazi, four letters. He came up with this situation with Intelligent Ratchet. I'm just pretty much a hanger on, but I'm just funny doing it. So that's what it is. So we were supposed to have Mr. Hollywood in You should have had him on here first. And what I mean is is I just snuck right in on here. So guess what? You got to deal with me now. I guess so. I guess so. I can't read is what I'm saying. (laughs) He went to school with R. Kelly. (laughs) I would never go to school with R. Kelly. He went to school with R. Kelly and uh, Fantasia. Now, Fantasia, I go to school with her, but not R. Kelly. Yo, but she can't read. Yo, look, before we get into our normal normal, okay? Uh, You know, we're just coming off of the uh, first edition of Wild and Out NC. Mm -hmm. And, uh, of course, you know, the uh, comedian Tico DeGaio, part of the cast. Mm -hmm. Bishop Omega, part of the cast. How did it go? How did it go? Uh, well, it went. It went. It's, it's two ways that we do a show like Wild and Out, and, and yeah. Tico can probably tell you this right here. It's the it's the perfect it's the perfect side where the cast gets it, and then it's what the product is that the the audience gets it. Mm-hmm. So I would say from the audience side, you know, from what we heard, the feedback, and from, and nobody if nobody was just fronting, you know, what I'm saying mm-hmm. if they wasn't giving us the the five year old artwork answer you know oh baby that's so good you know what i'm saying then yeah we did we did excellent we <laughs> yeah. did excellent you know what i'm yeah. saying um because it came off they the people came in laughed they right. got for the price point that we were at they got their show right um now behind the scenes yeah yeah you know what i'm saying but we won't let that go as long as y'all enjoyed it you know what i'm saying it's all good because it's, it's kind of like everything else you know right. what i mean it's right. like right. did we did people get off that they had to get off that we did did we do a good show you were there you liked it? Yeah, I laughed. You laughed? I, I laughed. Okay. Yeah, he didn't say he liked it. He just said he laughed. He just laughed. I mean, this Nobody will ever understand all it takes unless you do it. And mm-hmm. even when you do do it, you don't understand the, the dynamics of that particular show, what it takes to throw the show on. Like, you, you, you <laughs> never understand what it takes to get people out there get them motivated get them to do and i've been kind of in and out because everybody thinks me and tico are married is yeah. that your wife yeah that's what they asked me yeah we, we don't go to and then when i say no that's when they put that's when they push up on her they sure or him mm. either way yeah yeah it doesn't matter yeah it's kind of um, weird when they push up to me because i'm like yo i'm not like that <laughs> so no, I'm not Tico's wife, but I am his manager, and I am there, and I'm trying to, you know, impart logistics to the, yeah. the situation. But because um, that's just how my brain thinks. Mm-hmm. But it it was a, I think it was an excellent show. Um, 
just been having been there over the last five weeks or six weeks or whatever. Um, it was an excellent show, and the next one should be much better. Yeah, I, w- I mean, I was like, excellent crowd, you know, excellent right. reaction. So, uh, right. speaking of the next one, when should we expect the next one? I mean, tell the people. It's like the 28th. 28th. Tickets on sale now uh, at 6 o'clock. Today. Today, yep. at 6 o'clock. Yeah, man, we had a real good show, um, you know. Uh, it's sold out. It's sold out, yeah. Um, yeah. you know. Exactly. Uh, I must say that... Um, I have to water my shit down now, and uh, but that's okay. <laughs> no, uh, don't water your shit no, down. No, 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 no. It's not, it's not to the point of watering it down. It's the point of uh, knowing exactly who I was targeting. Right. And what I tried to do um, was make people think. Right. And people were not trying to think. Uh, I mean, the people our age laughed because they, you know, they got it because it was, you know, but... People don't want to think, and I'm not putting it all on that because you know what I'm saying. It's it's it's, it's also the same. It's just being a comedian in itself. Sometimes you have good nights. Sometimes you have bad nights. Yep. Uh, I'm not saying that Miles was bad, but it could have been a whole lot better. But at the same time, as I told the crowd and and those that happened to look, fuck, fuck you. you. <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious. It was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, the show the show went down. The show went down. Yeah, the show went down real good. Um, Josie did her thing. White Owl did her mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yo, everybody. I think that was up. really that's placement though. Yeah, that's okay. really placement of the comedians. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It's just like yo, because Josie came out like honestly, she came out starting off. They put her front, right? And she should have headlined. You right, know what I'm saying? Because right. she the the amount of energy that she put into it, it was just right. like. You can't like with a set like Tico's because I've done comedy, my own comedy shows before, like my own tour and everything. Like, like you had to understand who the comedians that you got. You know what I'm saying? And it's like this: there was no way, like even personality wise, there's no way on how I know how Tico tells jokes in the games that I would say, "All right, I'm gonna put him in f- and be after Josie because right. of the in- of, right. because of the energy level." You know what right. I'm saying? Like you would have killed. Like straight out, deadpan, straight out on right. a cold crowd. It would, you know, what I'm saying, because mm-hmm. then that's way boom. But they, they was out there full on yo BET come a few after yeah, Josie, yeah, and you just yeah, can't yeah. drop the R and B record right. after Shook ones. You can't do that. Shit. That's true. That is very true. That's very true. No Jade. No Jade. Right. It's no, no. It's not yeah. no Jade because no, I'm saying he's an excellent comedian. You know. you know what I'm saying? Like the shit he says is brilliant. You know what I mean? And that's from a comedian. I don't hate on anybody. Yeah, most definitely. If he was trash, I'd be like, yo, your boy Deke. I would come on a cotton yeah, like, yo, he is trash. But yo, no, it wasn't a But even White Owl came up to me afterwards. She was like, yo, Teague, man, you fucking too smart for these fucking. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She's like, you just exactly. too you smart took, for these If fuckers. you wouldn't have wore your glasses that night, I yeah. think you would've, they would have yeah. got you. Bro. Yeah, I probably would have fell off stage, though, but it's no, all but, good. But I told. <laughs> no. <laughs> Slapstick. I, yeah, so know your audience. That's it. Yeah, know your audience. We're much. out on a Wednesday night. You know, motherfuckers are age, intelligence, we're right it's a wednesday night it's a wednesday night and the audience just was not ready but tico did a good job he did a great job you're damn right i had jokes my walmart shit was on fucking fire (laughs) you dumb every day you know walmart's supposed to to have like dentist offices all right wrap it lord 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 okay (laughs) so uh we're gonna get more in depth with our uh guest a little bit later on uh, but now, hmm, where should we start? Oh, yeah, where we always start. We always start with those topics, you know, that 
conversation that we really don't want to talk about. Mm-mm. We ain't gonna talk Mm-mm. about it. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You know? No, you know? no, no. Can I? Can I? Can not gonna do it. Not gonna do it at all. Said that? Not gonna do it. Not gonna do it. Yo. No, baby. Let me tell you, man. What I don't want to talk about, man. What do you, you want to talk about? I don't want to talk about Jeffrey Epstein, man. Oh, continuation from last week's uh, We Ain't Gonna Talk About It? Well, yeah, pretty much. But what I don't want to talk about is the simple fact that, due to the simple fact that he's passed, uh, expired. Um, been murdered. Yeah, been murdered. Uh, they found that he had had a pair of panties, women panties. He had bought a pair of women's panties while he was in prison. Oh, and, uh, he so, bought a pair of panties while he was in prison. Yes. So listen, I <laughs> everybody need a little extra change, right? There's like a black market, and I thought it was just you know because I'm a fan of Orange Is the New Black, and there was a whole. It was last season or yeah. the season before last where yeah. they were like selling used panties online like nigga if i could get money from that why not that's real talk like i heard um, i go to walmart even, even, and buy me a pack of 20 panties for 579 even 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 on that note there was a show that came on hbo called uh real sex mm-hmm. and uh, a long time ago and they were talking about that that was going on for a long time mm-hmm. where these women they put them on they're, they're not even not they put them on the real ones, put them on and wear them all day, and then send them to you. But mm. the fake ones, what they do is they take like uh, uh, sardines, uh, no. sardines joints, Goodbye. and, and oh, for real, they put like sardine like yep. smell in it oh, and so put like a pube or two three in there, so they, so ma- they can have manufacturing, manufacturing, the manufacturing smell? yeah, exactly, oh, exactly, yeah, for yeah. prisoners and for anybody else who would like yeah. to sniff on panties. I think you gotta like Tumble to verify now. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta be verified on Tumble to sell your choice yeah, now. Yeah, most definitely. I, I, it has to be verified. Yeah, yeah it has to be a USD grade. I, I ain't gonna look. I ain't gonna knock anybody's hustle. However, I gotta question that motherfucker. Sardines, nigga. Yeah. Yeah, it gives you that little fishy smell. Yeah. I'm not saying like a whole thing that of sardines. Just, 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 just a little, just a little bit. They put like that a, all like day. A, a thing in there. Yeah. yeah. You know how that all day pussy yeah. smell. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know how that. that makes I, we talked about that. You know what I'm saying? Because dudes, mm-hmm. you know, we wash our nuts and shit because we can get rid of it. But girls, your nuts are inside. I love him. Yo, Tico's my spirit animal. Yo. <laughs> you should have your own podcast, sir. I mean, yeah. Jesus Christ. I'm trying hey. To- <laughs> hey, hey, don't be coming here trying I mean, to break really, your family okay. up. What's wrong with you? I mean, dude, you Really? Only, you look, you this is your first day here, and you wanted to come back, and I'm questioning it because I do the scheduling. And you, you, <laughs> you see only, this Google Calendar? And you only been with us for 13 minutes. Bro. I mean, 13 fucking minutes. He's talking about uh, cuss. And this motherfucker, oh. this motherfucker. And Rob, you should do the late night. Motherfucking on the joint late night. He's he's breaking up, breaking up the whole family and shit. Everybody panties. just exactly. Really? Yeah. Man. Really? Yeah. Panties, over panties. Yeah. First, the fat boys break up. Oh, yeah. Fucking yeah, yeah, man. So yeah, that's great. Suddenly feeling confined <laughs> by straight to tape. I think I want to branch out and uh, yes, yes. You you tired? You tired of the comedian always sitting next to you, passing yeah. blunts? Yo, come on, yes, come over, know, come I over there intelligently. I am. I am. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm sorry, it's black and I apologize. Look, look, look. 
Yeah. You, you, ain't, you ain't been on this motherfucker that long, okay? <laughs> we don't need, we're not, we're not trying to create another Eddie Kane. Oh, yeah. We, we trying not to have, uh, uh, you know, another David Ruffin. Oh, yeah, okay? man. You know I'm, I mean? I'm tired of passing that black and mild between right. these motherfuckers. Yeah, man. exactly. We you don't do that saying? on Intelligy Ratchet. You right, know what right. Right. Okay. We sit in the line. You let's, know what I mean? Let's holler. We all have our own black and miles. Word. Intelligy Ratchet. Word. Let's holler after the show. I'm interested. I don't like what I'm hearing, ladies and gentlemen. I really all, don't. all I know you is. You know I will burn that whole shit yeah, down, right? Yeah. Thank you. And turn all the motherfucking tables over while this shit's on fire. All I know is nights like this. Don't do it. <laughs> I wish raindrops would fall. We only got one cat. We only got one cat on the joint with astigmatism. You know what I'm saying? That's what's going on. You know what I mean? You don't want to wear your glasses. You don't have to. You don't have to. Exactly. Exactly. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. All right. See? All right, well, look, we done talking about that. But there's some other shit we ain't going to talk about, okay? And actually, this is shit that's been killing my uh, social media feed, and I'm sure it's been killing your social media feed. I'm sure it Mm -hmm. has, you know? Um, Well, it looks like the NFL has entered a partnership with with Rock Nation, Jay-Z. Yeah. Uh, so you know, on uh, August third, yeah, on August thirteenth, the NFL, uh, you know, announced that they were entering a partnership with Rock Nation. Okay, uh, the deal supposedly has been in the works for like the past several months, uh, where Rock Nation uh, would be, um, you know, they would help advise with uh, selecting artists for major NFL performances, such as the Super Bowl. Okay, uh, while uh, also partnering with the uh, NFL uh, in regard. Regards to uh, you know social media, uh, social uh, justice initiatives uh, like the Expire Change Initiative that they've uh, that they've also started with the uh, uh, with the NFL. It's a collaboration between the NFL and the Players Union and Players Coalition. Uh, now, when this dropped, uh, I, I know on my social media it was a rather rather uh, mix to what the. Fuck. Opinions parted yeah. like the Red Sea on this thing. I mean, big time, big time. Like they parted time. like the Red yeah. Sea, absolutely. Uh, I mean, what? I mean, what did y'all see on your social media feed in regards to this? Um, like you know, I think a lot of people reaction to the headline, mm-hmm. and then it's like then you have people reaction to the meme after the after the headline. Because so always they, a good meme. But they never yeah. read the story. They, like yeah. when you explained the story to me, it's like yo, Jay Z just do it. It's Rock Nation. It's a good move. It's a good business yeah. move for Rock Nation. It's like this: you have to be the cat that gets in the door. Yeah. And when you get in the door, then you open up the back door and you let everybody else in. Right. And that's and that's basically what Jay's doing. Like you can't be like I'm revolutionary because you. We got all these. I call them armchair killmongers. You know what I'm saying? It's just <laughs> like, like you know what I mean. Like it's that. like you, you, your armchair killmonger. Y'all would have jumped off the boat with my ancestors. Well, nigga, you wouldn't have been here. You know what I'm saying? If you right. jumped off the boat with your ancestors, then guess what? You wouldn't have been here. So the reason why you talk all that trash you talking is because somebody was sensible enough to be like, yo, we're going to make a better life. And it's the strongest of the strong. Mm. So, again, you know what I mean? I looked at it like, just like off you read that right there. I'm like, yeah, it's a good move for Rock Nation because you can now, you control the entertainment. You control the blackness of the entertainment that comes now. Now the NFL, you know what I mean, is infiltrated and you want to be black. You know what I'm saying? So, really well, you know, I'm, I'm with you on that because I have been watching the Super Bowl of late and I cannot say that I am happy with what happened to the joint, yo. Right. I mean, 
Uh, I mean, the shit is whack as hell. Like, I, like, like the music joints have been fucking garbage. Who was last year? Was that like Maroon 5 no, or some shit? No, like yeah, it was Maroon 5. Yeah, it was Maroon, yeah, it was Maroon Nobody 5. Nobody remembers because it was stupid. And then the next, and then last, then that year after that, it was Justin Timberlake. I guess that was just as, you know what I'm saying, white as black as you could get. You know what I'm saying? Tan. Gray, well, well, you know. gray dudes, gray, gray, gray babes. Yeah, so yeah, gray, so yeah. you know, as far as you you know talking that, um, well, first of all, Jay Z's a billionaire with I, a B. With a B, I, I'm only a thousandaire, so I can't comprehend with the business and everything that he's doing on that level. And I'm with you with having having a seat, someone having a seat there. I'm with that. Um, I mean, you know, it's one thing about black people. I mean, I mean, you know, we always want somebody to have carry the load for us. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It, 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 when Obama was on there, everybody thought that Obama was going to do all black shit. You but know what I'm saying? A, but he's, he's the, the president. president. You know what I'm saying? And so Jay Z can make he can make he can make changes with inside. You know, sitting at the table. You know, he can do that. But on the same sense, on the same sense, the way that he got into it and the way that he did it is somewhat suspect to me. You know what I'm saying? That's the thing that that, that that's the thing that kind of like like itches me a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, you know, he used a cap joint, you know what I'm saying? And he used that to propel himself into this position. Now Mm-mm. where does that leave where does that leave Cap? So Cap where does that leave Cap? So Cap's not Cap's not he's he, he doesn't have a job. He still doesn't have a job. But is it up to Jay Z? But does he want a job? Exactly. That's the point. That's what I'm getting ready to say. Does he want the job? And is it Jay Z's responsibility to get him a job? You know what I'm saying? It's not. It's not. It's, it's not. not. Cap has 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 basically signed a non disclosure agreement with the NFL, yeah. taking the money and run, and they don't mention that. Him and his girlfriend don't mention that. And I don't have like listen, I don't have any qualm against them. They did what they needed to do. Cap was obviously blackballed by all of the owners in the NFL not to get a job. At this point, this nigga don't want a job at the NFL. He's using this as a carrot to carry people along. Find a new carrot. Like, find a new carrot because the NFL does not want to work with Kaepernick. But does that mean that change still shouldn't happen in the NFL? Right. Like, just because they didn't want to work with Cap, they paid him off. He got an undisclosed Thank amount you. of money. Thank you. Thank you. For him and his girlfriend. And. Does that still mean that all of the hundreds of black men who aren't willing to make the absolute because Cap made an absolute sacrifice. Like he sacrificed the 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 well-being of his family. Now, well-being is relative, right? There are people out here that don't can't eat or they had to go to the Dollar Tree to buy their groceries to make a full meal. You know what I'm saying? But hey. They got, um, you know, they got bacon wrap filet mignon at Dollar Tree. At yeah, okay. Dollar Tree? Yeah, yeah. You can make up. Like, they did, they actually did some shit on the Food Network. This is such a tangent. But anyway, they um did a, a show in Food Network about, like, famous chefs going into Dollar Tree and buying shit and back, making full gourmet meals. But anyway, so. Meat is meat. Right. So, not really, but no. No, I disagree. Anyway, so, um. 
it's all relative. So he made a sacrifice. He was making millions of dollars, right? He decided to forego that millions of dollars. He's not playing with the NFL anymore. He gets a lump sum of undisclosed amount of money for not playing for the NFL because they blackballed him. And he's going to continue his campaign. Jay-Z, on the other hand, is a fucking billionaire. He's fucking richer than anybody that's any white man that y'all talking about he's dealing with. He's richer than them. He has a, he has a seat at the table. What And, and from Jay-Z's past ideals and his expressions, one, you're going to take care of yourself. That's just plain. Like, that. that's number one, right? But also, he has shown just over the past year or so since Meek got out. Because Jay-Z's been doing philanthropy work forever. It was only when Meek got out of jail that he started to leak. Like, okay, Jay-Z don't want y'all to know this, but he's done this, 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 and this. He's been a quiet philanthropist forever. Nobody mentions that. Nobody mentions how he funded like the, the to get the fucking Black Lives Matter out years ago when they were being arrested when they were protesting. There's tons of other things that he's done even back past then as a philanthropist. So just because you don't see it in media doesn't mean it's not happening. He has been a man of the community forever. But just because people don't see it on the news or on CNN or on um, whatever Roland Martin's thing is, shout out. Um, it is, it just makes me so upset. So here we are. He is in this deal. Why are we thinking so micro that we can't just let this shit ride out? He has a seat at the table, a table that black men historically haven't had a seat at. Like, I don't understand that. So my whole thing is, and, and, I, and I, I feel you because he said that, you know, we're, we've moved past Neil and like, now, now let me, let me, let me say that when Cap started his joint, you know what I mean? Behind him a hundred percent, you know what I mean? Behind him 100%. What's wrong with Jay-Z saying my, cause my whole thing is, is going back, going on social media, all the fucking social media hoteps and, and uh, <laughs> you know, kill armchair killmongers <laughs> and shit. You know, everybody is so quick to call him a sellout. But just, you know, when he dropped his 444 album, niggas was praising all the knowledge he was dropping mm-hmm. on there about business. You know what I mean? And and, and people been saying, well, you know, what about uh, ownership, black ownership in the NFL? Well, here it is. Shut here the fuck is. up. Right. Here it is potentially happening. What's the, what's the big deal? Always so quick to call somebody a sellout. I mean, what's for what? You know what I mean. So again, uh, it's and, and, not either or is and. And there were four. There were four teams that Cap. Going back to Cap, four teams that he was on the verge of signing with. Cap has had his chances. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But some kind of way, he fucked it up. Him and his girlfriend said some shit. You know, because Baltimore was about to sign him. Seattle was going to sign him. I think uh, uh, Denver. And Miami were seriously looking at signing Colin Kaepernick. I mean, we got to go beyond that shit now. You know what I'm saying? Let's move on. Right. You feel me? I mean, I don't, I don't get the whole, the whole sellout shit. I mean, and it, like to your point earlier, it's 
a business move it's for Rock Nation. For Everybody singing his lyrics. I'm a businessman. I'm a businessman. But now he's a but but now he's a sellout. Get the entire fuck out of here. It, it, to me, I mean, look, it's the next logical step. My whole thing right now is okay. Look, we've seen the first announcement. All mm-hmm. right, uh, we got to see how this plays out before right. we, you know, before we go into full criticism of what I'm sorry. Okay? Yeah, you absolutely, you, 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 you're, you're, you're absolutely right. right. And it's like um, I was watching this this documentary, uh, The Black Godfather, and there was a, there was a clip with Sammy Davis Jr. Sammy Davis Jr. was hugging on Nixon, and because uh, he was Republican, and when he came out, you know, during this time. To do this, uh, he he just happened to just show up. He was just like, "Yo, this is this is a platform. I need to really say what I have to say." Mm-hmm. And when he got out, all the blacks booed him. And he said, "Yes, you can boo me, boo me, boo me, boo me. You have that right to boo me, but do not, do not mistake that I am not one of you. That I am not black. I am not one of you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I exactly. I just have a different opinion. Mm-hmm. So it's like this." When you uh, when you are a thousandaire, you make thousandaire moves. Right. When you a millionaire, you make millionaire moves. When you a billionaire, you, you make, make fucking billionaire hey, moves. You Whoa. make billionaire moves. Jesus Christ. Nobody's seen that. And it's right. like it's like this right here. It's like yo, if I happen to win the that's how, when people win the lottery mm-hmm. and they win all these millions of dollars mm-hmm. and they lose it. It's because they never ever been a millionaire. They don't, you know what I'm saying? They you can't, do you can't, they, they, they do thousandaire shit. shit. Or maybe even hundredaire shit. shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Maybe, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, yo, I, you know, I, the only, uh, the only problem that I, that I had with the Jay Z joint was when he said that we went past kneeling and we still have some NFL players still kneeling. You right. know what I'm saying? So, I mean, that's the, that's the, I mean, if he would have, I understand what he's trying. I understand what he's saying, right. but to the majority of people that just take things face value, you know what I'm saying. That did come off like you know what I'm saying. Come off wrong. I, to me. I felt. I felt it 100. percent It was like, yo, how much you know, are we gonna do? How much protest are we gonna do? You know what I'm saying. You know what I mean. It's like this. I've and I've said this on a television ratchet a, a million times. The only thing that most higher ups respect is loss of life or loss of money. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. So now it's like, yo, I'm coming in. And it's going to be loss of money. How long have we been kneeling? How long, you know what I'm saying? How, when did Cap kneel? Right. How many years ago was that? And and Cap did his thing too. Because yeah, it's yeah, like this. When I'm going to say this right here, if I was Cap, I would have took the same deal. Yeah. Why? Because it's like this. I can, because you got to look at, yeah, he could play in the NFL. He's made millions of dollars in the NFL. But guess what? I made X amount of money to be able to take care of my family for the rest of my life. And I don't have to get hit in the head. I mean, thank you, thank you. I mean, he's I got, don't have to get hit in the head. I got to deal with Nike. How much more millions of dollars do you need? <laughs> How many? You know what I'm saying? Like at the end of the day, like yo, if you gave me ten million dollars and said, "Bishop, don't do intelligently ratchet," guess what? Kazi's on his own. <laughs> I mean, you know, if he wants to play football that bad, man, go to the CF. Right. Bro. I don't. I, mean, you know I will play saying? football in my backyard. It's I mean, okay. if, if if that's what it's does about. does he still? He's. I read and studied for this. He hasn't really verbalized the fact that he wants to play football now. He hasn't said anything. He hasn't verbalized. Now, there's there's innuendo videos about like him doing training and he's still training or whatever. He hasn't verbalized that I want to come back. Because guess what? Legalese-wise, he took the money. He signed a contract, a non-disclosure agreement. That motherfucker, he can't. 
So why is he not a sellout? Why why is he not a sellout? Precisely. Why is he not a sellout? Now, I'm not discounting that he did make a huge sacrifice because you work all your life since you was a little boy to get to this point and then be stopped by your... Be stopped by your... No, not your dream. Be stopped by your social justice acumen. And I get that. But that's what it is. You've made that decision. You've made that decision to digress from football, from NFL. You've burned that bridge, basically. And it's okay because that bridge was expensive and you got all the money. I think, I don't think, he can never be a sellout in my book. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's kind of like this. It's, it's, it's like this. It's like calling somebody from that was born in, in 1950 a coon. Like, first of all, you can't, you can't be in that place. You can't talk shit about someone's blackness from the civil rights movement. You can't call Colin Kaepernick a sellout because guess what? He didn't know whatever amount of years ago that he would get these deals. Hey, mm-hmm. two words. You, Carson, you, can't. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> God Lord, Lord, Lord. <laughs> look, all, look, all I'm saying, you know, all I'm saying is uh, deal made mm-hmm. early stages. Let's just watch how it plays out. Yeah. All right? All right? And that was, uh, well, what we ain't going to talk about. And we're here with our guest, Bishop Omega. What's up, Bishop, again? I didn't know I was going to talk on the phone. I'm in the microphone right now, so it's awesome. Yeah. I'm still here. But shit, ha- yeah. Look, we didn't run you out this motherfucker. Hey, man, so. listen, man. This is awesome. I like this show. Yeah. I might even listen to it. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yo, man, how long you been doing comedy, my man? Ooh. Probably, I want to. I want to say, um, a little, anywhere from like seven to nine years. Okay. I forgot when I really got into it, but it, it came back from. I was one of those cats that it, you, I did a lot of hosting beforehand, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and it's like you should do stand up comedy. And I'm like, nah, I'm a rapper. You know what I'm saying? I'm just a host and a rapper. And I'm because if you do comedy, you understand it's a different transition mm-hmm. from being free, just to say what's on your mind to actually putting jokes together and everything like that. So it took me a while. Like I didn't get in comedy until I was like into my thirties or whatever. Okay. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. What's up, man? It's my thirties, man. <laughs> <laughs> Still in my thirties a little bit. What's up? All right. So okay. So I mean, that's that's pretty much was like the metamorphosis when you decided, yeah, yeah. This is the you know, this might be the. Uh, road. Yeah, Actually, you know, the true story. It was this uh-huh. right here. I was doing the open mic because, again, me and Kazi had a uh, uh-huh. had an open mic that was in Chapel Hills called Sunday Night Sessions. So it was very popular. And then a guy, um, I met DT, um, DT Thomas or whatever. Uh, the comedian? The comedian, yeah. yeah so that's my homeboy. Okay. Um, so DT was saying that they had an open mic across the street mm-hmm. on like a Tuesday. So I went out and tried it. In about three months, I was trashed. Okay. And I happened to get my jokes together. And one time, um, a DJ came down and he was like, yo, we looking for some comedians. He thought it was funny. He was like, yo, can you come out and do 20 minutes? 
Now, if y'all don't know if you, Tico knows this, but yo, 20 minutes. It's when a you lifetime. Only, when you only four months in, uh-huh. it's a life, guess what? But he was like, but I, I could only pay you $200. So mm-hmm. I played it cool. I was like, well, normally I go more than that, but I could do your 20 minutes for $200. <laughs> yeah. In your mind, you like, that's $200 for 20 minutes. Right. So yeah. I right, boom. So I go and do the show and actually end up, they didn't they didn't know how to light or anything like that uh-huh. at this place. So I ended up doing killing like 40 minutes oh, hard okay, body okay, so I spazzed okay, out okay. on the joint I had a little right. suit on and everything like that and I just comedian suit right. comedian suit it's like you know what I'm saying your first any, if you don't put a suit on at any time you do comedy you ain't done no comedy nah. no like a suit like a suit like it was it was a Steve Harvey like you know what oh, I'm wow. saying right you know what I mean I was it was shiny yeah, silver yeah. it was shiny silver I had an afro it was awesome Oh wow! It was wow. crazy. Wow. Yeah. So I was like, "Yo, this this is what comedy's supposed to be." He supposed to wear a suit. So came out and um embodied the joint, and I've been a professional comedian since that point. I was like, "Yo, I want money now." So it's all good. Yeah, man. So um, I mean, what um, you know, tell the people, you mm-hmm. know, what you've done, you know, what what they, you know, what they will be familiar with you with. Um. So shoot, like, okay, we well, we go. I started my own tour called Why Be Normal. You know what I'm saying? When I was bringing other comedians in because I wasn't getting on shows. That's one thing I want to say to artists. If people don't. If you feel like you're talented, mm-hmm. do your get get with a team and do your own stuff. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You could rent the same venues. They ask you to put the shows, and it's only like 150. dollars You could do your own promo. You get this. It's easy. You know what I'm saying it's money involved, but it's easy. So I did my Why Be Normal show for about three years doing comedy. Um, I've opened up for Hannibal Burris. Okay, I've okay. opened. I've done. You know, what I'm saying Art of Cool. The first, the first Art of Cool. I've been been involved in hosting with the Beats and Bars. Mm-hmm. I've also done the Hip Hop Summit. I'm hosted there. Um, shoot, like we doing Intelligence Ratchet. I, we sold out. Me and um, Kazi sold out a Wildin' Out esque okay. um, show with Charlie Goodnights. You know what I'm saying when we when we did our intelligence ratchet um improv joint. So it's like this, I've done a you know what I mean I've, and I'm always still in the hip hop community, so you'll catch me on a bunch of flyers for those cats or whatever. So and actually about to do something with Innocence on the twenty fourth. Oh, okay, okay, so, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's yeah. The friends of the show right there. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, most definitely. I remember doing a true story. I was like, yo, how the hell y'all say your name? On their first show they were in uh-huh. Durham, I was like, yo, man, how you say this shit? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like and they they had to tell so me. Many times, so many and the yeah. nice hits. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so right. The attitude and just. Nikazi? Nikazi. Nikazi. Yeah. Crazy. Man. Crazy. Right. Yo, have you um, have you found out how, I mean, I know you know, mm-hmm. but how clicky this fucking damn comedian shit is. Oh, absolutely. Clicky shit, yo. And, it, you know, when, when I'm hearing you talking about put a team together, it's really crazy because they're so clicky. Mm-hmm. You oh no, you you absolutely right. No, what it, what I did, I did this right here because of the clickishness of comedy. You know what I mean? Especially when you don't go through the good nights route, right, right? Right. You know what I'm saying? You don't go. So what it was, the beautiful thing about what I did, good nights came to me. Right. I didn't go to good nights. So of course we, you go there to open mm-hmm. mic, of, of course, right, of course. You know what I'm saying? But I didn't go through the politics with them. I did my own thing, and then when I did my own thing, and people f- was realizing I was paying my comedians. You know what I'm saying? And it was like this. So what I made, I'll take an L to pay you. You right. know what I'm saying? If I promise you fifty dollars to do a show, fifty dollars for fifteen minutes, you know, that's gold in comedy world. You know what I'm saying? So that's it's gold, like bro. so it's like boom. So when they realized that more comedians wanted to come mess with Bishop Omega and my what I had going on, and I would get the funniest cats out and I would just do it like that. And we just yeah. so yeah, I don't I don't deal with clicks well. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So I just Same do my own. Area. 
crazy. You run with me or run from me. It was one of those. But that's the nature of the whole like independent world, right? So you don't necessarily need a an entity to tag onto. Um, music wise, TV wise, like there's this whole thing called the internet. Yeah, <laughs> but you got you, you know, but you know when you say that kid, people got to got to stay in their lane. You right. know what I'm saying? Know know their lanes. Like like uh, like my man Rob. Rob, he he knows radio. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. So my team would be. He would do my radio promotion type. He would he would handle that because he knows radio better than anybody. That you know what I'm saying. But for him to be like, well, Tico, you know that joke you said last week. You know what I'm saying. Right. I won't feel in that. I'm like, yo, dude, I'm the fucking comedian. You know what I'm right. saying. You, just, you know, and, and I think that that is what stops a lot of shit here. You know. And especially in North Carolina, nobody really wants to stay in their lane. There's a whole bunch of chiefs, but nobody wants to be Indians. Indian. You know what I'm saying? I'm and a chief, nigga. I'm not no damn Indian. In your field, yeah. That's what people don't in understand. You could, you could, you could be the best nigga in your field, right? Yeah. You could be the best chief in your field. Like I'm not coming in here and I'm not doing anything on that board over there, <laughs> right? I don't know what the knobs mean. I don't do nothing. So guess what? What I do? My job is to right here is to sit in my chair and be interesting. So you guys could get views on this show. And then right. it's like this. And what it is, is this right. I'm here for to bring my viewers to you guys. And I know my job here. I'm like, yeah, okay, I agree to it. You're trying to steal my fans. Absolutely. I'm trying to steal yours. I'm trying to be interesting enough exactly. to steal exactly. 5% of your fans while you're trying to get 10% of mine. And that's how we're going to do it. This is how this works. We really don't like each other, ladies and gentlemen. It's just that we are black and we have to stick together because we have to. Yeah, exactly. He's been on this show. Yeah, he's been much. on this show for 40 minutes and I already don't but like hey, this I, I, I actually like you. I thought... I work with the dude, man. I work with the dude. So, you know what I'm saying? Hold on a minute. Wait a minute. Get the fuck out. Then yeah. go. If you don't want to share, then you got yes. to go. You know, uh, came in trying to break us up and shit. You know, you know listen, you That's still like the first 13 minutes. We're gonna have a he he <laughs> talking about other projects and shit. Yeah. That's who I am, y'all. I write everybody shit, yo. I'll, I'll go on stage, but like, yo, y'all like that last song I wrote that shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm that type of person. You know what I'm saying? But I just be playing. Okay, yeah, yo, how did yo, yo, how did it feel? Uh-huh. Especially when you know, it definitely, you know, your background doesn't, you know, doesn't mesh with the traditional uh, comedy route. Mm-hmm. Especially, you know, especially when you're dealing with yeah, area politics. Mm-hmm. How did it feel when you know you had like the establishment, you mm-hmm. know, places like Good Nights coming to you and wanting to deal with you? You, you know? want to know the real answer to that? Yeah, You're supposed yeah. to fuck with Bishop Omega. That's how I walk in. That's how I walk <laughs> okay. in the room. It's like this. Like, when I real, like, that's where YB Normal comes from. You know what I'm saying? One day it was just like, why be normal? I'm not, mm-hmm. I never felt as I was supposed to be a person that was a nine to five worker. So at the end of the day, as humble as I am, and I'm, I'm always surprised with it, but I, yeah, I am very humble. Yes. But you know what I mean? I just be talking shit. But no, <laughs> but at the end of the day, I know I'm talented enough, and you're supposed, like, I put out the air, that law of attraction. Like, you're supposed to, you're supposed to mess, want to mess with Bishop Omega. And I made myself to a point where, um, when I was doing an open mic, and what gave me that epiphany was this one night I was just doing a regular host, like, coming to the stage is the next rapper is Tico and then coming up to the stage the next rapper is Rob the MC and then you know what I mean and you be like okay but then one night nobody clapped mm. and I don't know what it was but I got real in my light skin feelings 
mm. and I snapped. Yeah, I've been there before. Right, and yeah, I snapped. But I told I told them I told the, the the bartender to turn the lights on. And I told them the the DJ to stop playing any background music. And I stood on a speaker. You know, I'm four eleven. So I was still on the speaker. And I'm I just told the rappers like what it was. I was like, yo, you are rapping in a bar on a Sunday night. On Monday, they're gonna sell sandwiches here. This is and you and this is how y'all want to be BT cool, you know what I'm saying? And once that <laughs> happened, I was like, so this is what I did. I said, if nobody claps or anything like this, if you come up and you're not dope, then I'm calling you whack when you get off stage. Most and definitely. When you do that about three or four times in a night, and guess what? People start recognizing because you as an artist are sensitive and you do not want to be called whack by a cat that doesn't care about fighting you. And then it was like, and and <laughs> and at the end of the day, when and when people saw around that, started like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I knew, understood I had a wall of protection. Mm. Yeah, it was like, okay, we good. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna take too many lumps. Yo, <laughs> I mean, you know, I love that. Like when I go to Woody's, that's why I like going to Woody's mm-hmm. because it's a fucking sports bar. Right. You know what I'm saying? Nobody wants to hear fucking comedy. No one want to hear that shit. Mm-hmm. So I have to make them want to hear me. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I'll go into the crowd and say some stupid shit just to bring people in. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That right there, I think, is a, is a part of the craft that, that, that needs to be honed in on because now you have these comedy uh, spots where they say there's no heckling. When heckling is a part of comedy. Right. Well, you know what I'm saying? Now, if somebody gets totally outrageous, you know what I'm saying, with it, I get it. But, you know, you're most live when you're off the cuff, when mm-hmm. you say some shit like off the cuff. You right. know what I'm saying? If somebody says, you know what I'm saying, uh, motherfucker, you whack. And I'll be like, yo, do I come to your your baby mama house and show you how to be a daddy? You know what I'm saying? Right. Shit like that. You know? And that shit's yeah, wild. That shit if you would say that shit in real life, I'd have peed a little bit. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, I feel you on that, man. I feel you on that. And uh, uh, what do you think about the... I mean, you use the internet. Mm-hmm. Me, myself, I'm not a big fan of it because mm-hmm. I'm a private person but at the same time I like to give my shit out because I'm a comedian I want to give you exactly how much I want to give you of me mm-hmm. how do you feel now that comedians are using this platform uh, which is dope mm-hmm. and to make money yes but at the same token you got like what vines are like what 60 seconds or some right. shit like that or something like that and or or, or no, I don't even use vines anymore but little clips and this that and the other of, of video joints and then all of a sudden these motherfuckers are fucking headlining and and doing all this other shit do you think that that's a, a hindrance or do you think that's a um you know what i'm saying a, no, not, right. to, not to do a bunch of name drama because i feel like the game but i will i'll open up for haha davis which is right now which is right now Atlanta. I've, I've opened up for haha davis when I say this right here, you can tell Ha Ha Davis. It's a difference between funny online exactly. and actually being funny on stage. stage yeah. So it's like this. Yeah. So what, what they do is this right here. So people do it kind of like they do hip hop. They put it all in one in one place because you just because you're funny, you do comedy. No, 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 no. You could do sketch comedy, you could do improv comedy, you could do stand-up comedy. It's, there, there is a branch off and they're very different situations. You know what I mean? So what, what should have been the move for Ha Ha, they should have said, hey, all these internet guys that are that are there, stay in front of the camera because you don't get that, you don't get that real life reaction. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and if you are not, if you're not used to like live comedy is different from comedy stand up comedy that you see on Netflix because there is editing in that live comedy is 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 the hardest the hardest genre to do because guess what you have to make a motherfucker fall in love with you in thirty seconds. 
Exactly. If you don't get them in that first 30, you didn't lost them. And guess what? Just as easy as you got them, you can say something and lose the whole crowd. You know what I'm saying? So it's like this. It's a formula to it. So to answer your question, yeah, it's good for these young boys to get their money. You know what I'm saying? I'm never going. I'm never going. Right, the never. Yeah, the hustle yeah, was there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because what it is, they get high, they get to do that and they can take care of people. But at the end of the day, it's like it's a it's a totally different genre. Like you got to understand what you're getting into. So what I would say is, like know how to do stand up first, open mic before you start headlining, or if you the man's okay, come out and do your joint first and bring your comedians up because. When you getting burnt down by Bishop Omega and you Ha Ha Davis and they didn't spend they didn't they didn't paid you fifteen thousand dollars to come out to the Durham Army and me and your man's just the, the dude that you brought are the funniest cats on the joint and I'm funny off of an R and B set. Do you know how you know how hard it is to come after Deshaun and Soul? You know, with the lights turned down and then you come see my fat ass up there like, come on, man, you don't want to hear me. <laughs> You ready to go fuck. You know what I'm saying? It's like Deshaun and Soul is excellent. I was in the shit like, all right, okay. Okay. <laughs> Deshaun is so okay. Then it's like, oh, Bishop over. Damn, I gotta go do this shit now. Like, I don't wanna like I didn't want to tell jokes. <laughs> I wanna go home and fucking get get some candles. Yeah, he, was, he was texting chicks while they were on their set. Like, Yo, shit, girl, I know you, I you know I can't do that thing. anymore. You know what I'm saying? We I'm married. I ain't, I didn't got caught oh, yeah. before, so it's all good. Nope, I stay away from uh-oh, all uh-oh. women. Uh-oh. I leave my stuff at the house. <laughs> Right, just on a shelf. I ain't got no phone. I leave. I leave my penis on a shelf at the house. You know what I'm saying? It's not even on me right now. I got too many kids. <laughs> yo, uh, yeah. yo. Okay, what was your weirdest moment on stage? Okay, whether you, you know, whether uh, you were headlining or, or even better yet, even better yet. You know that hosting gig, mm. okay. You know whether you're, you know whether whether you're hosting at a, uh, you know at a comedy show mm-hmm. or doing them R and B shows because right. you know always found a whole, you know always always found a whole mixture of the R and B show right. that you have a comedian as your, you know, at, you know as your host or mm. a part of the lineup. You know, to me sometimes it just didn't fit because I'm at an R and B show. I ain't right. really thinking about comedy. Yeah, right. I'm thinking about ass. Yeah, uh, I would say maybe last, maybe about two years ago. Uh-huh. Um, and Tico can can probably can probably vouch for this. A young lady came up, like, and I hate with me. What gets on my nerves is this: right? I don't like to be uh, eye level with the audience. Uh-huh. I never like to be eye level because it, it it takes away some of the command, right? So when I'm sitting, when you sitting there, and I'm on the same floor, you putting your feet on, then it's 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 a different dynamic, right? So uh, we were doing a show, and I got up there, and I started telling my jokes. And, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, I start saying some joints about, like, the thoughts or whatever, da-da-da. And this one girl was like, y'all play music. And she thought I was, the, like, later on, after we spoke, she thought I was the DJ talking shit. Oh, wow. Okay. She didn't know. But I'm telling you this right here. The hardest thing to do is to roast a beautiful woman. When she came up and I tried to get away because you know, like you could roast a, I could roast any dude. Like, okay, this is what's wrong with you. If, or if she's trash looking, then I can roast that. But I'm saying she was so well put together, it was hard to find shit. But then it was like this. I made up part of the show. Then I clicked in and it was like boom. And everybody was like this. Like Cassie and I was like, stop it. Stop. She's already dead. Like when I went in, I went in for, for like 15 minutes. When I clicked in, it was just like and it was like everything that was wrong that could have been wrong with it that probably wasn't even wrong with her but you want to be a part of the show because I asked you to stop you know what I'm saying and it's like that's probably one of my weirdest exchanges because it was so hard to get to 
you know, I've had cats jump on stage before. I've I've had a guy uh, one time when I was hosting uh, jump on stage, and this is how savage I am. He had vitiligo, and I said, somebody get DJ Dalmatian off the stage. <laughs> and I said it. And you know how you say words uh, out your mouth, and you can't not say them? I was, they, I was like, DJ Dalmate, and I was trying to grab the words back <laughs> as they were coming out. And it was like bad. It was like, yo, and no, like for real, for real, it's, it's a couple of cats like, yo, I'm not. My man was so disappointed. It was like fingers that came out the crowd. It was like, you, shame on you. <laughs> and the dude apologized. He's like, man, I shouldn't have gotten on stage. Well, he was a good sport about it. So Yeah, that's, that's crazy, man, because uh, we've also talked about that on the show. Well, mm-hmm. I have hit upon it about just being PR. Right. Like, just being a co- uh, comedian. Having to be PR so much, right. you know what I'm saying? Because everybody's so fucking sensitive and soft now. Mm-hmm. You can't say the shit that you wanted to say. Right. That's a fucking funny ass joke. Right. I would have bust out laughing. Right. You know, but now it's like a fucking it's a day and a ribbon. Right. Now, so you know what I'm saying? You can't you can't touch on a that. You know what I'm saying? Polka dot ribbon for <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you know, uh, yeah. Exactly. So, so, like I was talking about before, like you couldn't even like my one of my favorite movies, um, Blazing Saddles. Yeah, you can never make that movie now. You can't. You can't. You can't do. You can't do Eddie Murphy Raw right now. No, no, Raw came as problematic. No, 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 no. You can't. You can't play that. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I wouldn't want to wear the leather shit. That's just me. But you, what is a black comedian? That's your rite of passage. Yeah, yeah. You Once have you to wear get your, pants, you, you have you to have rock leather. But pants. yo, but what draws are you rocking with that shit? I just, you know what I'm saying. You know, I, mean, I think I feel like you no, got to go commando yeah, with yeah, that. You, got you just got to let them boys. It's, yeah, it's, like, it's, it's just like it's just like R and B motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? You can't be a true R and B motherfucker if you don't look good dancing in the rain or singing in the shower. You just right. can't do that shit. You just it, if it you can't work dance in the rain. No, nah. and if yo yo remember remember back in the day it used to be the crotch rock like everybody did the the, the back and forth yeah, crotch rock yeah, yo yeah, you don't, yeah. why the R and B cast don't do that no more crotch rock spin if you could spin you was that nigga R and B motherfuckers nah. don't even spin no more they don't okay. they are, be are, are there R and B dudes are there R and B groups groups no. I'm talking like groups there's not a male there are no R and B my kids say there's no more R and B it's now trap and B. Trap TMB 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 Yeah TMB It's no more R&B Well R&B is real bullshit now But uh, you know That's exactly what it is Um, But yeah But as being a um, Comedian man It's like You know It's a weird thing man Hearing you do your Um I didn't know you had all you had did all that, right? And uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying I I respected you when you know what I'm saying when we do when we do the wilding out because mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying you're a funny dude. Well, thank you. And um, you know, and how can I say this? Um, fuck it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> say the way you don't say it. <laughs> yo, it's amazing. Like some people, you can be funny, mm-hmm. but then you try to be too funny, right? And beat it in the ground. You right. know what I'm saying? Sometimes you have to just. Say it, boom, and be gone. Mm-hmm. As comedians, you know what I'm saying, and while we doing this wilding out thing, mm-hmm. you know, that's what we do. Right. And you see me do work. I, I I walk around. I don't really say shit to anybody until mm-hmm. it's time for me to go on stage and do my shit, and then right. bam, bam, and I'm gone. Right. You know, um, uh, how do you feel uh, about other cats joining into this type of genre? Because remember, I remember the first... Uh, audition or or, or um, uh, rehearsal we had, me and Key was there, mm-hmm. and uh, I heard like two or three rapper producers 
say, well, yeah, I'm a rapper. I'm a producer. I want to try this comedy thing out. Right. And that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Right. Because, it, cause you know what I'm saying, that's our craft. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's just like me saying, you know, even though back in the days I used to, you know what I'm saying, spit lyrics and shit too. Mm-hmm. I was an MC, but you know what I'm saying? I, I, I could, I could, I could do some shit. Right. But, um, but the bottom, you know, the, the thing about it is like, the thing about it is like, that kind of rubbed me the wrong way because it was mm-hmm. just like, well, yeah, I can go ahead and jump and do this. Like yeah. comedy is fucking so easy mm-hmm. because, you know, my family's laughing at me. Right. Somebody said, man, you fucking stupid. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I should jump, I should just jump on this yeah. fucking stage. No, that's what I'm saying. It's just like, it's like that with rap too. It was like that with yeah. rap. You know what I'm saying? At, at one, at one, at one point in time, it was like this. You had to be talented. Nothing beats talent. Like at the right. end of the day, if you, if you can make, if me and you can make comedy look easy, you know what I'm saying? If we, if, if, if MC Hot Dog Water thinks he could be on Wildin' Out because me and Tico makes that shit look easy, guess what we did? Our damn job. Damn right. You know what I'm saying? Now, when you start, that's why I tell everybody this. I want to do the comedy thing. You know what I tell them? Write three jokes. Shoot up. Go write three jokes. And then you work those three jokes for three months. And then, like I said, because I use you use I use you for example. I was like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. What you one thing you don't want to do is this right here because what's going to happen on your first joint, you know, what's going to get you out of comedy. You're going to get that laugh because, um, and I did, did some research on this too. Getting laughs, the reason why com- comedians keep hitting the stage and everything like that, because when you get a laugh, you get the same and the, the same adrenaline like and endorphin rush, like you're getting high. Yeah, yeah. Like so getting you're high. getting high, right? So you keep going back to it, right? So they're gonna get that big laugh. They're going to get that big laugh. Then we're going to get that joint two times in a row. And then you're going to meet that crowd that does this. It's not going to be a bull because bull is still a reaction. They're going to get that the crickets. Yeah. And that's how you know you all. And yeah. then when then what's worse than the crickets, the crickets is then the conversation. Yep. And then you're doing jokes and they talking louder than you doing your jokes. Yep. It's like this. That's going to make the men for the boys because only real comedians understand that this is a part of the game. That's right. Because a lot of people are, you know what I'm saying, they think they should, they should already, it's my right to be laughed at. It's my right for you to enjoy me. It's not. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I say write three jokes. And then when you write those three jokes, if those go over, write another joke. You know what I'm saying? Because they don't really understand. Like, you can't get over, you can't get past freestyling the whole comedy without without exactly. having a set. You cannot get, like, Nobody, you, have, you cannot, you can never do that without having a, a cool set. Now, do you? Are is there some people that's able to like go off on tangents and stuff like that? Like, yeah. but guess what? You come with a structured set. You can come with a structured set, and if you've been in the game long enough, then you can. Life will happen, and you'll write a joke for life. Right. You know what I'm saying? You'll write a joke for someone who randomly says some comment. They think they think that you they they throwing you off, but you wrote a joke for that shit that just comes out. You know what I'm saying? Right there. So it's just like yo. Know, to answer that question, it's just like, yeah, like, do it. Don't say you could do it until you actually do it. You know what right. I'm saying? True that. And so, also the divergence between people that can write jokes and people that can deliver jokes. Right. Exactly. There's a lot of motherfuckers out here that can. Write damn it, yes. Um. There's a lot of people out here that can deliver, that can write jokes. They just don't know how how to deliver them, or they don't have the capacity, or they just don't want to get up. I'm on saying. stage and deliver them. Same as same as MC. It's com- same it's, as it's all confidence. Yeah. If you the beautiful thing about the, the, that, I think the reason why I'm good at comedy is because I'm already on. I'm comfortable on stage already. You know, I'm comfortable with being vulnerable on stage. You know, what I'm yeah. saying I'm comfortable making fun of myself. You know, what I'm saying on stage and everything like that. So once you get that point, you know, what I'm saying once you get to that place. Plus, I grew up in the '80s, 
and everybody had mama jokes for you. And I was like in the eighties, and I was short. So guess what? Yeah. I know how to tell a joke. Exactly. So it's like, and then it's the timing of it. And you, it's you, it's you, about the time. The timing, the whole timing is crazy. You were probably the butt. Of enough of, of enough jokes. I'm talking about like in like in group settings. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I've been I've been chased home and then <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, look, look, man, listen. Look, I've been man. chased home with the jokes. Yo, man. Like you say, back in the '80s, man, we were you know not Oof. roasting, but we were like, what was it? It was the dozens back the dozens, in those days. Right. So you know to sit here and talk about somebody's mom and mm. talk about somebody's you know what I'm saying cousin. You know what I'm saying hitting below the belt. Right. You know it was funny, but nobody got fucking pissed and wanted to, you know what I'm saying, you know, you had to have some tough skin, mm -hmm. you know, especially if the shit's fucking true. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so um, that's why I think that, you know, me, you, um, Josie, mm -hmm. uh, White Owl, and, and some you know, some you know, some other folks are nice when it comes to freestyling that because we've done that shit forever. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Forever. Right. You know? So, you know, I, shit, like what? Joke like what? Your mama's so short, she committed suicide jumping off a fucking curb. Shit like that. You know <laughs> right. what I'm saying? We've, we've had those jokes, you know what I'm saying, to do those things. Mm -hmm. and, and, and the whole wilding out thing is, you know, it, 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 it's, it, I, I love it. And, um, and, it, and it allows me to uh, be as stupid as I want to be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, okay. Intelligently ratchet. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. What... What what went through you and Kazi's mind when you decided, hey, I want to do a podcast. This is what the podcast is about. Mm -hmm. This is how we're going to execute it. What was going through you guys' mind when you said, like, intelligently ratchet, let's roll with it? Kazi, 100%. I'm not okay. going to take any credit okay. for that. Kazi's the idea guy. And, I'm, and I, tell, I tell this in front of folks every time. Anytime that I've moved on in my career, Mm-hmm. It's been behind Kazi. Mm. Like, you know, so I'm loyal to that dude. It's because Kazi has the greatest ideas. You know what I'm saying? It was just like from Sunday night sessions. Uh -huh. Well, before then, Microphone Mondays or whatever, he gave me he gave me my host my first hosting gig, you know what I'm saying, in a hip hop setting from being an MC. Then he came with Sunday night sessions. And then one day he came down was like, because if you meet Kazi, mm -hmm. he'd be like, yo, Bishop. This is what I got going on. And I'm like, <laughs> <It is Kazi. laughs> I'm like, yo. Yeah, let's do it. That's what I said. He's like, yo, Bishop. I was like, yeah, let's do it. He's like, you didn't hear it. You don't have to. You don't have to. Sir, you do not have to sell me on an idea. Let's do it. So he was like, because he realized that Facebook was doing Facebook Live. This is when, when Telling G Ratchet came out. It's right when Facebook just dropped Facebook Live. So we're the only, we're, we're the original guys that have ever done a show on Facebook Live the way we did it. You know why I know we did that shit that way? Because Facebook called us. Mm. And said I think And this is what the lady said Yeah I think what y'all guys are doing is cute This is awesome wow. We're trying to figure We're we're trying we're, we're trying to figure out How we're going to get you in the ad campaign Ooh, okay. okay, You know what I'm saying But again we didn't make it Because we didn't know how to market it But yeah he was, she was like We didn't think we didn't think Facebook I mean this was going to be So we, we're the catalyst For that You know what I'm saying I got the email right now She was like yo for real Like we're the first people that did that Right so it was a great idea. So that's it's all Kazi. It's just be a conversations mm -hmm. like we're having right now. You know what I'm saying? The backstage conversations, after the show conversations, and that's all intelligent ratchet is. It's bringing up a topic. What y'all think about this and us I mean arguing on it. That's all. So yeah, yeah, it wasn't my idea, it was Kazi's. 
So shout out to Kazi for oh, telling me. Shout out to Mr. Shout out to Mr. Hollywood. Hollywood. Yo, <laughs> I said I was coming through. Yeah. Y'all can't see the point, but yeah. Kazi points like this a lot yeah. in his. You see his nostrils a lot. You yeah, he hypnotizes you with that fucking voice. Yeah, he's like, yeah, what nah. I'm saying. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> Put the glass. Watch well, when he comes. Yeah, on. exactly. He's be whispering. Yeah, right. <laughs> Motherfuckers be swaying like fucking damn cobras and shit. Yeah, Kazi, man. You are not as cool as you think you are, <laughs> sir. Nah, but that's my man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, what's up coming? What's up coming, man? It's yeah. Wildin' Out Joint. Um, Intelligent Ratchet is about to ramp back up in September. Right. Um, I got, I'm doing a, sh- a stage. I think Intelligent Ratchet is going to be doing a stage at Article this year. Okay, okay. Another okay. one. Yeah, another one. You know what I'm saying? So that's going to be dope. Uh, what else, man? Shoot, about to have twins soon. You oh, know what I'm saying? So okay. thank you. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's five. That's going to be five. I'm cutting it off. You know what I'm saying? Five kids is done. That's it. That's it. Done. Ladies, listen. Listen, if you want a pretty baby with Bishop Omega, listen. I'm not doing it. Tico standing in for me. Okay. Stunt cock. (laughs) (laughs) Finish it up for me, Tico. Appreciate it, brother. But nah. I ain't say he's gonna be a good dad, but I'm saying he could be. <laughs> but I make pretty babies. Yeah, I don't know. Nah, I just got a dog, and I don't know what I'm gonna do with it. Let it run next free week. in he, the neighborhood. He yeah, exactly. About, he about the delivery. Yeah, Yo. just the delivery. Yeah, yeah. I had that damn pit running around this get out neighborhood. Oh man, <laughs> I live in the get. I live in the get out neighborhood, Yo, and and I, and I'm really scared because white women walk around with like teacups, uh. <laughs> spoons, and shit. So <laughs> they be like, "Hi, teacup." I'm like, Mm-mm, "I'm not listening. I'm not looking." His grass yeah. is actually green, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, I'm yes. here, yo. Beautiful yes. home. Yes, this is a very, very yes, beautiful yes. home and shit. Grass is green in the motherfucker. I said, I pulled up in his neighbor yard because it had a car in it. I was like, oh, nah, this 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 the one that has to at least be for the niggas. You know what I'm saying? Somebody's out there fixing the car. Ladies and gentlemen, Bishop Omega. Thank you so much. All I'm right, out, man. man. Good looking. Appreciate back. y'all, man. Thank you Never. for joining us. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, man. <laughs> So, Tico, yeah. do you have anything uh, weird for us? Well, yes, I do. You do? Well, I happen to be a really, 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 really connoisseur of cereal. Okay. Like, I love cereal. Like, I can eat cereal in the morning, in the afternoon, and in the evening, and late at night. Um... <laughs> One of my uh, least favorite cereals is Frosted Flakes. Okay. Due to the simple fact that, you know what I'm saying, it it gets soggy really quick. Hey, you know that's one of my favorite cereals. So you, gotta eat, you, must, you bet you got to eat that in like but see, that's, two that's what I'm saying. I, I like, so- I should, I I like not, soggy cereal, though. What? That shit is that shit is like... I'm not black. I told you I was oh, white. that's right, man. It's like, yo, it's like fucking chewing cardboard to so me. So you're not white, you're black. Well, I got 21% European. But it doesn't matter because you eat fucking cardboard. No, I the drink story, the milk. The story, the story, the story. Okay, story. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So the story <laughs> is... <laughs> Mr. Dr. Kellogg. Okay, Mr. there's a Dr. Kellogg. Okay. Who invented the cornflakes. Okay. He invented it not for a healthy treat for somebody to eat during the daytime. This was for dysphoria and also for seven-day evangelists to stop masturbating. Seven-day so, Adventists? Yes, it was, mm-hmm. uh, it, was, uh, it was made for, and then it was targeted and marketed towards 
anti-masturbation. How does cornflakes keep you from jerking off? Evidently, you got to keep eating the cereal. <laughs> I guess got to keep eating this. I don't. I, I. I don't know because I've had cornflakes before, and I've had stroke one or two, three out. So I mean, so I don't know. Right. I, I fail. Cornflakes yeah, fail. Well, you know, I guess it's the new formula now. But evidently, back in those days, it was targeted. I mean, shit was like that back in those days, anyway. I mean, shit. Coca Cola was supposed to be what an acid, right? But it had cocaine yeah. in it. Yeah, the good old days. The good old days. Um, there so, you go with that bullshit. So you know, it, yeah, cornflakes, anti-masturbation uh, cereal. That is cornflakes, cornflakes. the anti-masturbation cereal. It was from what I read, it was just plain, just plain old food. No spices, Mm, no sugar, no sugar, no nothing. Like Frosted Flakes, okay, they decided to rev it up a little bit, but cornflakes was just plain old food. And Kellogg thought that plain old food would keep people from having those feelings. Oh. Yeah, that's what I was. No, there was nothing else in it. They thought like no spices, no nothing, just plain old corn flakes would keep people from having those feelings. There's a handful. If you guys could see what I'm seeing right now, (laughs) just you know, oh my gosh, yeah, some of y'all need to close your hands a little bit. Anyway, (laughs) um, yeah, so uh, right, 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 yeah. 1894, back in those days. 1894. Bandingo. She looks good Bandingo. at that. She, she she looks very good milking that cow. Let me go get some frost. Some frost <laughs> no, one of our, it's just cornflakes. It's <laughs> just cornflakes. Corn corn I'm sorry, some cornflakes. Let me get some cornflakes. Well, you they, know they, they would be frosted by the end. Uh, probably, oh, yeah, <laughs> See, yeah, yeah. I don't know if y'all realize this, but I've been trying not to cuss the whole show. Yeah. I've, I've been semi-successful, yeah, yeah. but that shit, Perry, is motherfucking <laughs> disgusting. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you. They're great. Yeah, yeah. But you know, generic frosted flakes, they're all right. <laughs> Get it? All right. <laughs> Damn, I hate explaining jokes. Fucking comedians. <laughs> Damn comedians. Man, I had to do that the other night, explain my jokes. Fuck that shit. Fuck, Yo, fuck you. Fuck you. Uh, Yo, that yeah, was... that's my theory of the weird, man, because I thought that was fucking weird yeah, as hell. That's weird as fuck. So, man. you that's know. Weird. Yeah. That's weird. That's, that's weird. weird. Yeah. Keisha. Okay, so I'm a mom and I do things for my kids. And this is the fourth or fifth year that we've been to SmashCon, which mm-hmm. is the one of the largest Nintendo Super Smash Brothers conferences on the East Coast, maybe in the world. Because mm-hmm. at the hotel, met some super nice people at my hotel. I was staying at the Hyatt. And uh, one of them was working in the area he had nothing to do with the con but he had just met so many people that were coming in and out because he had been in the same hotel for like three weeks working and one of the people that he met was like a brain surgeon from japan that had come from japan to to participate in the tournament Mm -hmm. um so like my kids are 15 and 16 and so now i just kind of dropped them off in the morning and i picked them up at like 1 30 2 a.m because that's how long they be there during the day. Like, there's plenty of food for them to eat, and they just go, and there's dance parties and performances and different things that they're not in need for anything. Key, yo, 
hearing you say this and seeing how kids are I have a friend named Shaka his child is making money playing these video games mm-hmm, mm-hmm, definitely. which which this message goes straight out to Bertha Young my mother <laughs> Bertha Young. I knew this was going to come. Mom, I knew this was coming. those times that I was on the highest level of Super Mario, brother. And back in those days, you didn't have a save button. You had to leave the shit on. And you cut my machine off and told me to stop playing these fucking games. Now, look, I could be a fucking beast right about now if it wasn't for you cutting off my shit. Stuff. I have to say stuff because my mom. I don't still curse at my mom. Good, 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 good boy, good boy. Yeah. So, um, while the boys were doing their thing, I find things around the Washington D.C. area to do my thing. So I like go visit my family. I always go visit my grandma, my, my grandmother's grave. Um, happened to be there the day after her birthday, which was awesome. And so, just so happened to happen upon a CL Smooth show in the city. As in mm. P. Rock and C.L. Smooth. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Was yeah. it just C.L. Smooth by himself? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So there's a group that basically goes around, and I will post their information on our page. I don't remember the name, but um, they go around and they curate these shows. So they curate mostly local artists, and then they bring in like a bigger name artists to draw people into the show so super like hole in the wall place in the city um so i go (laughs) i'm not i don't have time to tell the p story but um i go i finally get there and um walk in like pay my stuff i mean show my ticket get in gotta go use the bathroom walk straight to the bathroom and see how smooth is like standing out because the show's upstairs and i'm downstairs so i was gonna use the bathroom get a drink go upstairs um going to use the bathroom and see how smooth i was like oh my god are you see how smooth just kidding so we sat there like we checked for like chatted for like probably five ten minutes or whatever and um Talking about telling him why I was there, my boys are playing, and he was like, "Yeah, you're super mom, blah 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 blah." I'm like, not really. This is just what we've been doing for the past four or five years. Um, and then go upstairs, meet another cool dude who has a radio show in D.C., like a podcast radio show. Mm-hmm. Got his information too. Um, but there are these local artists um, from the D.C. area. Um, they did their thing. Super hot show. Um, never heard the songs before, but the crowd was on fire, so that makes a huge difference. Um, and then CL Smooth comes on and sings all my fucking Pete, Ro- my favorite Pete Rock and CL Smooth songs. Like, what can you, what more can you ask for? I think I was back in bed by like one o'clock. No, I picked the boys up at like twelve thirty, mm, and it was a forty-minute trip from the city to back to where we were staying in Virginia. Nice, nice. she was awesome. It was absolutely awesome. Mm. I was blessed. Blessed to have experienced it. And nice, nice, nice. You know, we love those hip hop mm-hmm. verses. Yep. And I'll post pictures and videos on the. I don't think I did. Yeah. No, post pictures and videos on the, the you did. straight to you, know, you, you got that one picture of you and uh, CL Smoke. Oh, you don't? We look so cute together. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. There we go with that. Oh, okay. my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. But yeah, and ladies. So now you got. Ladies, the- super. Uh, CL Smooth had aged like Method Man. And he is super hot. Like Look, when I saw the picture that she that she posted, hot. when she posted the picture, when I first glanced at it, I could have sworn it was old boy from Empire. 
Oh, wow. oh Mark yeah. Harwick. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, well, I said, what the fuck is she doing? And I had to look again. I was like, oh shit, that is sales move, aged. Yeah, yeah. Fine wine though, fine wine. He not, aged like fine yeah. wine. Not yeah, crazy. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, thank you for joining us on Straight to Tape. Uh, as always. You know, you can catch us on all of our podcasting platforms, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, and SoundCloud, and, you know, of course, we're Apple Podcast Certified. Uh, social media, follow us on IG, Straight to Tape, uh, on um, Twitter, S2T on the Air. Like our Facebook page. Can I repeat that again? Like our Facebook page. Subscribe to the platforms, please. Yes, definitely subscribe to the platforms. But like our Facebook page, damn it. Am I getting a little sensitive about that? Yeah, Perry's likes. Am I I getting a little sensitive about about that? that. You know what I'm saying? Like Like the damn page. Like the damn page, okay? Yeah. There's no reason why we shouldn't have 10,000. Exactly. You know, like the motherfucking page. Absolutely no reason why. Did I say motherfucking? Did I cut my motherfuckers down Okay. Well, that puts you over. Go ahead. Oh, motherfucker. This is what I got to go through every week. Uh, um, you know, I'm trying to limit the number of motherfuckers that I say, and I just put myself over my motherfucking limit again. When people call me a motherfucker, it doesn't offend me at all. Why not? I do sleep with women that do have children, so basically you are telling the truth. Oh, my goodness. Is it the day before Mother's Day? Yes. Hmm. Mm. That's bad. Okay, okay. Because okay. without this motherfucker, you wouldn't be a mother. Right. Fuck. Mm. <laughs> or would you? Would you? It's only if you're the second baby daddy. The we, baby daddy of the second we, child. We'd like to thank you all for. Uh, <laughs> this is Rob Bear on the social media side. They did this, though. Tape. They did it. And we really thank you for joining us uh, for uh, another episode. Uh, thank you, Bishop Omega, for for sorry for, for joining us. I'm sorry. Thank you for joining <laughs> us. What the fuck, man? Uh, uh, Rob, what the, what the fuck, you man? Know, uh, Tico. What, what the fuck? I mean. You know, as always, man, fa- fa- thank you, Keisha. What, with what the y, fuck, man? The quintessential hip-hop mom, man. Uh, yeah. I apologize. Uh, but honestly, you guys can only fuck a motherfucker if she already has one kid. And yeah, it is, for the but host, it's kind of true, though, man. Uh, I mean, Perry, yo, the second, man. We are straight to tape. We thank you. Like all of our platforms. What the fuck, man? Join us on our social media platforms. Please like and subscribe. Everything. Thank you for joining us on Straight to Tape. We love you. Thank you. We're out.